Everybody, welcome to Papa's Basement. I'm John Papa Giorgio, hence the podcast name. My co-host is Eva Crickshin. Hello. Hi. Uh, that sounded way too like official, like this was a podcast that had plans and designs and seeks to do things in the world. It, it, it sounded like a podcast with merit. Yeah, it's none of those things. It's no. just something I've done 14 years now where I talk about life <sighs> and I try that to be funny. Yeah. I know. I know, right? Had, I know. Do you ever, yeah, I think, like, had I just knocked up someone at the beginning of all this, I'd almost be at the end of it. Like, I'd almost you really be would 18. be. Yeah. Yeah, you'd be four years away from the end. I mean, there's uh, a first, yeah, the first chick I was with that I, you know, had that kid stuck around. The kid would literally be 18 this year, I think. Oh. That'd be Dunsky Dunsky. Aww. Instead, it sells were used to make. The coronavirus vaccine. So, <laughs> a little bit of me is inside a lot of you now. Oh, what we've always wanted. Mm-hmm. So you're smushmorshin. Yeah. Paid for the corona. I think that my my little baby Bort went on <laughs> to great things. He wasn't just uh, thrown into some dumpster. Oh no. Uh, my son's also named Bort. Yeah, and he was a he. It was a masculine. It was a masculine cell. Exactly. It was a masculine cluster with yes. a huge cell cock. Yeah, just a massive cell dong. Oh, fucking big cell balls. And may your cell have a masculine dong. Full of full of baby cell blood jizz. My, sorry, I'm trying to duck the cats. They're meowing yeah. in all rooms now. I I've... get it. Speaking of, I want to share my joy really quick. And then I want to get to you kiddo okay Okay. so my joy really quick is that nick and i adopted a dog on saturday Mm -hmm. and we're very happy her name is princess that was the name she came with that's what she responds to we're not changing it yeah you have a pit bull enjoy when it uh eats your baby's testicles off she's not a pit bull she's a staffordshire terrier isn't that the same thing no okay it is not um and she's 25 pounds she's very tiny she's not going to get any bigger um, and she's just a joy. Well, she's a little, she's a little needy. Like she mm-hmm. always wants to be the center of attention, which mm-hmm. like, let's be serious. That's my role. I was going to say that house, that, that house is going to have that dog for about a week. Yeah. And, and then, you're going to return it or kill it. Please. I'm going to kill it. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love dogs too much. I mean, can you kill it on the sly and then blame an Asian neighbor? No. Okay. I would just, I would just give it to Tommy. Oh, you'd give it to your pops, <laughs> yeah, and then instruct him to never reveal that the dog exists to Nick, and then what? Tell tell your man that the dog ran away. I don't like talking about this. I would never do that to Princess. I love her way too much. Okay. It's not even. It's funny. been forty eight hours. Go. On. It's funny to talk about your abortion, but mm-hmm. it's not funny to talk about Princess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so I want to get to you, young man. Of course. When are you getting the hell out of here and get to New York City? No real New York, New front. York. No the city's so nice, they named, <laughs> they named it, it, twice. it twice. The Big Apple. The Gray Lady. Never heard the Gray Lady. Uh, that's what they called the New York Times. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I thought right. it's what they called Glenn Close. But... <laughs> no, that's, that's just her badge. Yeah. <laughs> And that's just what Michael Douglas. I thought they called it the channel. The channel. 
Yeah. <laughs> Gets you from Paris to London in two hours flat. <laughs> it's also a portmanteau. I will untied. not be ignored. So I got no plans on that front right now. I've been looking for apartments. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm waiting for any of the improv theaters to grow a, a baby fetus cock and open. Sure. So I have something to do with my fucking days when I go there. Right. Because let's be real. If I go there jobless and without like a theater to take classes at, do you really think I'm going to do open mics? I'm just going to walk around all day, uh, codifying it as, um, codifying whatever the fuck word I wanted there. Come on, uh, word master. I'm sorry. I, I, I oh, can't right. concentrate. Brother, I've had to lock one brother, cat in you. a room. Go, go, Buster. Fuck off, you little brat. He's just meowing. He's meowing. I've already locked the other one in another fucking room, and I'm out of rooms to lock these cats in so I can record my fucking podcast. There we go. Was that your... Did you lock your mom in a room, too? I wish. God. Is she in the junk room? (laughs) Fuck, that'd be nice if I could just lock her away with a dish and a little litter box. Be like, don't... Don't overflow this. I bet some sons do that for mother. Oh, put out fresh litter, and I don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, man. It was such a power move. So I went to a meeting the other day, and there's, uh, it's at someone's house, and they have a dog and a cat that live there. Mm-hmm. And the cat, Lucy, is so cute. Little, tiny little thing. Maybe it was the runt of the litter. Okay. And I was sitting, like, her litter box is, like, hidden. I couldn't really see it. And I was sitting on, like... Why were you seeking the litter box? I wasn't. Listen to me. I was sitting on, there's a fireplace, and I was sitting on, like, the stoop of the fireplace. You know what I mean? And the the litter box was, like, hidden behind that, behind some things. So she comes over, and I think she's coming over to, like, love up on me. No, no, no. She comes to me, gives me, like, this look, (laughs) and then goes around me and goes to sit in the litter box. And then I can, then I finally spot it. And she just starts pissing and looking at me right in the eye. (laughs) I she was middle, pinch a yeah, in the middle of AA, and she's just like dead eyes staring at me, That's and she's like, house. she's like, Psst. and you better fucking know it. <laughs> I love it. God, that's perfect. And then fuck she what, just... Fuck the animal you purchased. How can you not want something to piss in a box inches from your face? I like well, cats too, man. I just... Well, acting I, like I they're prefer, doing you the favor. I prefer dogs. I don't know why you have to shit on me for that. I don't know. It's just how am I? I know. I, but like, I had you, a dog realize, in my childhood. You realize that like you're a 40-year-old man and you love cats. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that that just opens you up for ridicule. I genuinely see nothing wrong with that. I, feel, I know you don't. I feel but... the cats have ascended in the past 15-ish years. No. There's still, there's still a stigma. Oh, that's so stupid. I know, but there is. If anything, there should be a stigma around dogs because we know a single guy with a dog is fucking the dog or being fucked by the dog. Uh, I don't think that's true. I it's it was in Cat Fancy. <laughs> Every guy with a dog has sex with his dog and spoons it, and <laughs> it's not even sex; it's romance. That's where it really crosses the line. Written by Whiskers. Yeah, there's a... <laughs> an, an op-ed written by Whiskers. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Mittens. And Mittens also contributed to the piece. <laughs> yeah, 
it was some heady stuff, man. I was like, wow. I have never had an urge to fuck my animal. Maybe that's why I'm a cat guy. Maybe. Yeah. So you're not moving to New York anytime soon. I mean, the one place I was looking fell through. And, and, and sure. So then, then you should just forget about it. No, not that. I'm <laughs> just trying to find anything. I know this sounds insane because it's New York. I'm trying to find anything to do up there that isn't me rolling in excess. That isn't just going to be me looking up, you know, like cheap eats, Astoria, you know, like this is today's mission mm. and just walking around shoveling food in my yap and then, you know, banging whores and stuff. Yeah. Um, you could take up drinking. You're not an alcoholic. I know. I know. And you've always looked down upon me for that. <laughs> I know I'm the odd man out on this show. Fact, I can take a fucking sip of beer and not, not wrap my civic around a tree. Yeah. And later. also, and also, uh, you know, not not ruin your lives and lie to all the people that. Oh yeah, it. yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I literally gave away a couple of bottles of hard liquor that were just sitting in my house open for a year plus. Cause I was God, like, oh, you disgust me. Not going to get to these. Disgust me. Mm-hmm. I know. I, we all have our weaknesses. I know. Well, you could take up drinking if you moved up there. It's a fun town to drink in. Although I don't I, know how fun it is right now. I mean, I, I guess just that's realistically to make friends up there. I would want to lean into some sort of improv or acting or whatever, just because I up there know uh, Mike Sachs. We know Molly Heckerling. Mm -hmm. Um, That's about it. I can't lean on them all that often, you know, like it, it can't be daily like hello at their door. Well, I mean, I have some friends I can introduce you to as well. Yeah, but I would want to go there and do comedy networking. And I'm sorry, like, my every experience with stand-ups is they are fucking mutants. What do you mean? They are just usually really bad socially. Almost every stand-up I've encountered. Very, very (laughs) few aren't. Yeah. Look at this. The improvisers might not be the most serious about comedy. You know, like, if you are there and you're like, let's write sketches, let's do this, let's do that. I'm not saying every improviser is there. A lot of the improvisers might just be people letting off steam on the weekend, at least in the D.C. area. That's how it is. Yeah. It's a lot of people who are like, I'm a doctor. I'm a lawyer, but I want to do a fucking, you know, like I was the funny one 30 years ago. <laughs> um, stand-ups, to, to sit around for hours on end at an open mic just to get on stage for five minutes to deliver the same jokes that you've delivered dozens of times, like you're really into this for better or worse. And I typically mm-hmm. find it for worse. Like, <laughs> you know me, like I, at this age, I've tried to be personable and network with really anyone I could in these, these comedy worlds. Like when I met people in class and at open mics and like the people I met in classes were fine. And the people, if you want any, uh, if you want a huge insight into what freaks the actual people doing stand-up open mics are. The DC Improv offers a class called Five Minutes to Funny, where you go Didn't, on stage. Didn't um, Gags do that? I, I mean, he should get his money back. 
I mean, I've seen, I feel like I've seen him on stage doing like a tight five at DC Improv. I remember him like showing it. Yeah, to me. I mean, look, if I love Joe already, but if he was on the stage of the DC Improv, it was either for that class or because like he got his penis shot off in the war. <laughs> That's it. Or it broke off in his dog. Um, the, the, everyone, everyone who did that class, because it's nothing but people who are, don't want to do open mics at night because they find it too stressful or they already are wise to the fact that sitting around some shithole bar at 10 PM isn't a great way to spend your life. Mm -hmm. And everyone that does this five minutes to funny class, they do their little five minutes at the end. So it's like four weeks of practice on the stage of the DC improv. And then you have a quote unquote show you do, you know, showcase at the end and everyone gets to do their little bits in front of their fucking friends and family and that's it none of them go on to open mics none of them i did something like 10 or 15 mics afterward and i was a huge aberration everyone else does like a mic maybe with the material that they you know kind of killed in front of their friends and family on the stage of the dc improv except they're doing it in the back of a coffee house Mm -hmm. and just they eat balls and they're like oh this fucking sucks i'm done i'm gonna go back to my life where i make one hundred twenty thousand dollars and fuck people on tinder yeah Oh man, at the DC Improv, I I was met with thunderous applause. Yeah, because that's because mom and your brother and yeah, you packed the audience with forty people. Congrats. Yeah, yeah. You can't do that at ten at night at Joe's Coffee Shop. You can maybe do it once. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But you blew, you you shot your shot. I will say, like meeting some like pretty well known stand ups yeah. when I worked in New York at the bars. Oh, that's right. Like, you, which one you were at? Fucking... I was fat black pussycat and village underground. And yeah. then I did a few shifts at comedy at cellar yeah, and like olive tree. The... Yeah. But they're all owned by the same owner, Gnome Dorman. Mm-hmm. So I, I would known meet, dog like, fucker. <laughs> I would meet uh, quite a few of them, and they are a little socially awkward. And then they like light up when they get on stage. It's weird. Yeah, and you're talking people who have advanced to like the point of success. You're talking oh, like yeah. known comics. Oh yeah, I've like got Louis C.K. You know yeah. who is so funny, and I don't even know if he does stand up because I only know him from SNL. Was Michael uh, N- No, Daryl Hammond. Oh okay. Oh my god, who's like just such a great um, impressionist and. Almost has that, like, I wouldn't say he's anywhere near as brilliant as Phil Hartman, but sort of has that oh, every man. I didn't think you were going to go there when you said anywhere near as brilliant. I expected to hear my name go. Uh, 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 um, <laughs> but he sort of has that every man thing that Phil Hartman had, you know? I mean, Phil Hartman was murdered by a coke-addicted wife who relapsed because Andy Dick put some toot up her nose. So that's not very every man. <laughs> No, you know what I mean? Like, when he acted. Up until the end. Yes. Up until the end. Okay. Um, But Daryl Hammond was, like, super outgoing. That could have been the cocaine. I know that he has a reputation for that. But Yeah. I'm glad he didn't say cocaine problem, because it sounds like he was great on it. He was hilarious on it. Yeah. So it sounds like it was. (laughs) Yeah. If anything, it was some gravy on some dry turkey. Exactly. If anything, it made him better. Yeah. Um, and I, I got a tip from one of my fellow bartenders that if he came in, just talk Yankees with him for 10 minutes and he'll Mm. tip you like 50 bucks. And that's exactly what happened. Oh, good. Yeah. You're like, is Babe Ruth a Yankee? That, that, that. And 
No, I actually talk Yankees. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Come on, man. Good for you. Yeah. Come on, dude. Sorry. Sorry. I forgot you actually lived in the Windy Apple. For <laughs> the Windy Apple. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, you should pretty much take every pod until I move as a chance to mock me. But, yeah, it's... Uh, well, I'm not going to do that because uh, you cause you're are weak. my best. Because you are my bestie and because I'm weak. Yeah. You're weak. You can't kick an animal while he's down. And it's Unless it's up. a cat. <laughs> Yeah, this is a cat. You wouldn't kick a dog when it's down because you'd just be eyeing it up for purposes of, you know what? That freaking cat. What a power move. Just like yeah. kissing, looking at me directly in the eyes. That's what I plan to do if at age 40, Lauren Michaels brings me in for a tryout. <laughs> um, John, do you have three characters? I've got one. <laughs> well, okay, go ahead. <laughs> I don't normally laugh at these. It's performance art. Give me a second. Sure. Do you need a glass of water? That would be delightful. <laughs> yeah. I could go for wetting my whistle right now. Could someone get the talent some water? You might want to get a jacket. Are you doing a Gallagher impression? Kinda. Kinda. You're hired. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you ever went on SNL... They all, I know that you don't watch, but I'm still loyal. I, I still think it's probably the best job in New York City. And uh, Oh, you'll, you'll get... Look, I don't care if I watch it or not. You'll get very little dispute out of me. Yeah. That that's an incredible gig. Yeah, just an incredible gig. But this last week, so Elon Musk was the host okay. on the coveted Mother's Day special. They always do a Mother's Day episode. No Father's Day episode, oddly. Yeah. But... Um, yeah, they always, the cast always brings their moms on. It's actually really, really cute. Um, and I'm thinking, <laughs> if you got on the show, you'd have to bring Maria on. Oh, boy. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Her, her asking if I'm cold as we're recording. Like, just like walking off camera live and like, where are you going? I'm getting a jacket. It looks chilly. I said I'm fine. <laughs> I can tell when you're just saying it to be a Mr. Cool. To be a Mr. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, they give each like um each actor and their mom like a little three seconds and like they get to make a joke. Mm-hmm. So it'd be you and Maria. Oh god. <laughs> Maybe bring Cam instead. But yeah, would it just be me, quote unquote, pretending to sell Maria into slavery and then <laughs> actually doing it in some legally binding way and they haul her off to Morocco when I'm done? I think that's what Che did with his mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was cute. And Elon Musk, like, he's an odd guy. I don't think I've ever heard him speak. I still haven't, but my mom said he has an accent because I guess he's yeah, South African. Yeah, South African, so I knew he was going to have an accent, but, like, I've never heard, like, I've never heard him talk. I've never heard the cadence of his voice. Like, he is an mm-hmm. extremely awkward man. Yeah, like, there's a famous photo of him before he got the hair plugs <laughs> that it's just, it's him in this, like, button-up and... 
with like horseshoe balding at like I don't know what age twenty or whatever the fuck. I love how you're obsessed with like outing men in Hollywood and that are like up there with money for having hair plugs. <laughs> oh no, it's fine. I mean, like I respect them for having not destroyed their libido and testosterone levels for you know taking Propecia for twenty years or whatever I've been doing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like you can find these really funny pictures of him just bald as shit. At least one that makes the rounds, and yeah, he just he got the transplants. But if you look at him before, like he looks like the dude at Geek Squad that all the other guys would pick on. <laughs> like, like he's the low man on the totem pole there yeah. like when they find all the good porn on some like hot wife's hard drive mm-hmm. he doesn't get told like oh he, just... he doesn't get he doesn't get a looky no no they just piss in his mouth cat style yeah eyes, like eyes, Michaels. Akim- eyes akimbo yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's an awkward dude. Speaking of Propecia and, like, how it affects you. Mm-hmm. So I, I watched and SNL. God, it all ties together. I'm so and brilliant. SNL. And SNL. It's all brilliant. That's how my <laughs> mind works. So A.D. Bryant is uh, a cast member on SNL. And she has her own show called Shrill. And it's about okay. uh, a big woman, you know, going through life, dating, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I watched season one and two. Season three was postponed because of COVID. Um, and I just watched the first episode last night. And in the very beginning, she's hooking up with a dude. And he, like, gets a little too excited. And okay. he he comes on her arm before they can even get at it. And she's like, where where did it go? And he's like, it's right there on your arm. And it's like a little tiny speck. Oh, no. And he goes... I don't come a lot. I, I shoot small comes because I started taking Propecia at 19 because I was worried about my hair going away. Oh, God. <laughs> I've definitely, my my prodigious Wadian loads have taken a hit lately, but because of the sleeping pills they put me on, mm. the Trazodone. Trazzy. Yeah, I don't take s- mine anymore. For some reason, because you couldn't come like you used to. <laughs> I like showing Nick who's boss. Yeah. <laughs> Open up your mouth, queer. <laughs> gonna fill you. <laughs> it's gonna look like an old timey pie gag. Open up. <laughs> no, I've just been sleeping better. Good for you. I wonder yeah. if. Once I'm out of this hell hole, if I'll sleep like an angel. Maybe. I got like, uh, prescribed every them. pill I take, I'm just obsessed with the notion that it's to tamp down what my subconscious is telling me to do. You know what I mean? Like all the no. mood enhancers and everything. It's I don't all... like think about the drugs that I'm on. I'm, I'm okay. only on one right now, but like I just take it and I don't think about it. Preparation H isn't a drug. <laughs> I just like I like putting it under my eyes. <laughs> it's good for puffies in the morning. <laughs> it's good for diminishing the puffies. That's how you look ageless, babe. <laughs> Thanks. It's it's pH. Yeah, I don't take my trazzy anymore. I got it. I got it prescribed after you know who died, Prince Philip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Dmx. <laughs> 
but I, I quickly got over that. I don't need it anymore. <laughs> well, he was just your brother for your entire life. Really, how long were you to mourn? <laughs> you gave him a good six days. The full week is a little much. I know. So my birthday is coming up. Jesus shit. Oh, no. Okay. What? I forgot. No worries, dude. Don't worry about it. Can we just bundle it into the Nintendo Switch I gave you as a wedding present or no? We can. Oh, okay. Good. Of course. Oh, sweet. All right. Shit, yeah. I mean, if you want to get a meal, you can, but you're so busy these days. That's fine. Well, I'm really not, but uh, I understand. Um, okay. Well, I'll take you out. <laughs> Didn't, um, <laughs> Joe Gagliardi make you pay for your meal on your birthday. <laughs> That's my favorite moment. <laughs> Please, can you just tell this and then I gotta go? Because I didn't charge my phone before we decided to do this. <laughs> oh, lovely. And don't well, you love how Apple like doesn't allow you to There's have your phone? no bigger hunk of shit design. <laughs> I love that the solution is that you get AirPods as well, but the Bluetooth fucking saps the battery yes. like anybody's yeah. business. So it's not no. gonna work anyhow. No, no. So Joe and I had been talking previously <laughs> about going to the restaurant we would haunt after our improv. He's going to be so mad at us for bringing this us. up yes. again. <laughs> and Joe will pretty much like bust balls, but in the same way that I bust balls, where it's like secretly just you articulating what you want to happen. Sure. Example, what I just did with you, where I'm like, <laughs> you don't really want to meal. You're so busy. So he was like, you know, yeah, the next time we'll we'll meet at Chinatown Express. You'll treat me to a meal. Uh, it's all good. It's all covered. You've got it. And I'm like, sure. <laughs> so he then meets me the day before my birthday at Chinatown Express. And I'm like, oh, a birthday meal. This exists outside the bounds of what we <laughs> of, of our agreed upon. Before, yeah. It's my 40th birthday. And uh, it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. He still had to buy him lunch. I bought him lunch. And then he said, uh, you're, my presence is your present. I love him so much. And then he handed me like a, a bag of gag gifts, the price of which could have easily covered what we ate. The gag gifts were fun, though. And um, I just love that, though. He was like, no, we're we're going to stick to the script and you're buying me lunch. Yeah. <laughs> you are doing that. And I did, because I am a coward. And you wanted Chinatown Express. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Literally, I would Yeah, literally, he could have pissed in the box as I made eye contact with him, and I still would have done it. Then I could have drunk the contents of said box. I don't care. Yeah. Chinatown Express is my favorite restaurant. I have all the happy memories of that place. I'm going to let you go, then. Thank Uh, you. Maybe we'll do another episode tomorrow or some shit. I could not... I could maybe do that. I'll keep you posted. Dealing with insane cats screaming at me. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hopefully this was fun. Hope you guys liked it. And if not, we'll do another one soon. And I'm sorry. It's all Joe Gagliardi's fault. And you can reach Papa Giorgio at... At Papa's Basement. And Eva at... Orchard Eva. There you go. I had to think about that. I know. I God. Know. God. All right. All right. Bye. Later. <laughs>